Hey, I'm Alex. I'm Aisha. I'm Alyssa. I'm Kristen. I'm Sean. At Top Guns. T O P P V N Z. Cloud Chaser. <laughs> We're about to vibe up. So, I have an app called the Pillow app. The app will start recording me when it hears any sound while I'm sleeping, and it also tracks REM sleep, deep sleep, awake, all of it. So, one of the recordings was me sleep talking, saying, you need to read the numbers. And off the record, we all started kind of thinking what that what that meant. And one of the options would be that I need to read the numbers of the timestamp that that recording happened at. So Kristen has an angel number book where I can look up the numbers and it happened at 1130. So this is what 11 says. Stay positive. Your thoughts are materializing rapidly. So you want to ensure positive outcomes by focusing only on the good within yourself, others, and this situation. And then 30 says, you are fully supported by God and the ascended masters. Step forward confidently in the direction of your dreams. Dreams. Oh, what? Ooh. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> the book has nothing to do with dreams. It's just seeing numbers. Right? Wow. Have y'all been having crazy dreams this week? Because I feel like it has been mm-hmm. an intense week, not only just like in real life, but all of my dreams have been super vivid and related to the apocalypse i've been having vivid dreams and i've been remembering them and like some days i'll wake up like really refreshed and then other days the ones i remember i wake up like exhausted like today i remembered my dream i was playing with dog but i woke up like exhausted and i don't know if that's just like me physically just not getting exerted yourself but yeah i was like exerting myself in my dream and i just normally i wake up feeling pretty good but whenever i remember them it's I'm kind of tired. That makes sense because REM sleep is when your dreams happen, and that's also when your mind would be the most active. So mentally exhausted, I get. Were you physically ex- exhausted? No, it was more just like mentally exhausted, like you know, hard to wake up, you know, snoozing a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the apocalypse dreams, which all of them were related to the government turning on us. We were fighting off our own government they were invading all of our homes and we had to protect ourselves in bunkers underground and stuff but the other part which was happening at the same time as the apocalypse was going down i was always looking for my car and couldn't find it and then when i finally found it it either had snow on the outside of it so i couldn't move once i was in it or it had snow on the inside of it so i couldn't sit in it and I, what is what would that symbolism be? Like I think feeling trapped, pressure, feeling pressured. There was definitely a feeling. Oh, and then there was a random guy that came out and was trying to get in my car at the same time, and I was like, I have to get in it before he does. And it was it there was definitely a threatening situation that I was very stuck in. But why the snow? That's the part that I feel like is the most has to be the most symbolic. Was two different dreams, it was the same. Was your dream ever solved? You trying to get into the car, were you successful? No. Or I either couldn't get in at all, or I got in and I couldn't turn, like the car wouldn't turn on because it was too cold. Kristen has a dream book. I kind of had a question though for you, Sean. Um, Do you think possibly your subconscious is making your physical body and your mental mind like maybe tired because you feel like maybe you didn't finish out the dream in a way? Oh, that's a, I like, I like that. Like you got, like the alarm went off and like got cut off from like finishing. Because it's the ones you remember, you're saying that you kind of feel tired. trapped between the astral plane and reality. True. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I like 
the pillow app that I was talking about because it wakes you up at your optimal time. So it knows when that REM cycle is over and when to when the best time to wake you up is. So I'm curious to see if that changes your whether you're exhausted or not. Yeah, I'm definitely trying that out. So snow in a dream signifies your inhibitions and repressed emotions, which needs which needs to be expressed. You also may be feeling neglect too. Well, what do cars represent? Because that will represent what your feelings repressed are. Repressed in. Yeah. In and around. I like this That's book. a neat book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're creating a story based off of one senseless dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To dream of seeing cars denotes journeys and changes in quick succession. So to I'm get just... into one shows that the travel you've been contemplating will be made under circumstances different from what you thought. Maybe I haven't processed was... like big life moves or something. Or in the opposite, maybe you're trapping your feelings and emotions on... Your travel, like in the astral, in the astral plane, like you're focusing on wanting to be over there when this is a base reality. So it's kind of a message to stay grounded. Well, it's kind of also interesting that these were apocalypse-themed dreams. Like the world was literally crumbling around while I was. Maybe that is kind of almost like a, a fear of too much change, like the, where the world around you is being destroyed. But your perception is that the world around you is being destroyed, right? So that's a whole nother layer to it. Layer. Well, thanks for my dream interpretation. (laughs) Anybody else have dreams from this week? Or themes? Just a dream I'd experienced when I was on vacation in Canada. A part of me is curious if the um, switching up of homes every two or three nights and different bedding had made me remember my dreams. Um, Because I usually don't remember my dreams well. But the one night we were we were in Quebec, I was taking a nap during the day because I um, just needed a nap. And my whole family was out and I knew they'd be back at some point, but I'd put my headphones in to listen to like a meditation and I had my, my like blindfolds on to cover like the sunlight. And I didn't think I actually fell asleep because in my dream, I woke up and I had only woken up because I'd heard voices, but I still had my headphones on. So I was kind of confused how I'd heard voices, but I decided to take the headphones off and I could hear voices more. So I took my blindfolds off and I saw kind of footsteps under the door. And I was like, oh, I guess my family just got home. It didn't really sound like them though. Something was unfamiliar and weird when I like saw just that shadow under my door. So I opened the door and I look out and it's people speaking French and they look at me very confused and they like don't know what I'm doing there. I don't know what they're doing there. And then I suddenly really do wake up and I hear voices and I take my headphones off and I still hear it and I hear French voices and I'm like, I'm like, my logic's gone out the window. I'm like, what the heck? I see the shadows under my door and I'm like, I couldn't even get up. I was like freaked out for a second. And then I got up and I opened the door and it was my family sitting out there. I was like, did you guys just get home? And they were like, yeah, just recently. I just made the conclusion that the French voices had come from outside. There was like a window open in my room. But it was just kind of weird how I'd pre-experienced what had was just about to happen. That what, is so Wait, crazy. would that be considered a lucid dream the first time? I, mean, I don't know if I actually experienced maybe astral projection in a way or just like an out-of-body kind of experience. It's like inception, like a dream within a dream. I have those all the time. I do too. Yeah. That was I'm, weird. It sounds out-of-body to me though because it sounds like it almost... Went back in time. Yeah, to a different. Yeah, like I, was, I thought oh. like you brought you went back in time and was in another like a jump to timeline. Whoa. Yeah. 
I could see that. Or a parallel. That's exactly. Well, that's just like, as soon as you told the story, like, I'm just imagining it in my head. That's what I picture is you open the door and it's like some old time French family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Have you guys ever seen the movie John Dies at the End? Yes. It's been a while. the weirdest movie ever and I am not necessarily recommending it to anybody. I recommend it. (laughs) Super weird. weird. (laughs) But there, I always remember like my favorite part of it is... There's this, like, Jamaican guy at a fest, and the main character walks up to him, and he's, I don't even know, he's just super hippie, spiritual, I don't know if he's tripping on anything, but (laughs) he starts talking about how, do you ever wonder about when you are asleep and you're having a dream, and there's some explosion happens in front of you, and, and at the same time, you wake up and the explosion turns into the thunderclap that happened outside. How did you know to dream about the sound that hadn't even happened? So no, I was uh, um, when I was little. Uh, the most like craziest dream uh, experience that I've ever had was uh, I was we were in our new house. Everything was unfamiliar, and my door happened to be open. And I looked across the uh, the hall, and it was very, still dark out, but I could see my dad in the room. And I was, and it was kind of weird just because he was just standing there. And I was just like, and it was his presence. It was, it was him. Like I could feel him. He was literally there about like 15 feet in front of me. And I remember I woke up and I was just like, dad, dad, dad. And he just wasn't responding to me. And I got out of bed and I walked into the room where he was. Like I felt him and I turned on the light and then he just wasn't there anymore. When I was little, I just couldn't, I didn't know what it was. And I'm not sure if I was like sleepwalking and and visioning it, then when the light turned on, I kind of fell out of the dream. But it was the most like real, but unreal feeling I think I've ever had. I can kind of relate to that because when I was a kid, I was a very active sleeper. <laughs> like I would walk around and have full-on conversations with people. <laughs> what? Like there was, for example, there was one time <laughs> where I went into my mom's room, sat on her bed next to her. And I was getting mad at her because I thought I was playing hide and seek and nobody, I couldn't find anybody. And so I was asking her to tell me where everybody was. And she's like, Alyssa, nobody's playing hide and seek with you. You're asleep. And that's a trigger for me when somebody would tell me I'm asleep. I get even more mad. So I was scooting down the bed further away from her and I was like, I'm not asleep. I'm playing hide and seek. Tell me where they are. (laughs) And there's multiple experiences where like my dad found me on the step outside one time and he asked me what I was doing because it was in the middle or I guess it was really early morning and I said I was just getting fresh air like these are normal not normal but but they were real responses which is why yeah they were logical like why was I how how did I not wake up to that? Is there was, I remember one time when I walked into Alyssa's room, <laughs> I had just gotten in, and I didn't realize that she had been sleeping because it, like, was not a late time. But I walk in, and she just goes, kick back and relax. And so I, like, sat on the chair and started talking to her. And she's like, why are you talking to me? I'm sleeping. <laughs> and she always gets mad. Like, she'll start a conversation. There was a, a TV show we were watching, and it was a really sad thing. Like, um, I think this kid, his friend just died and he was crying, talking about it. The only time that this character ever showed emotion. And Alyssa goes, 
Ha, that's the funny part. (laughs) (laughs) I remember both you and Tarek were like weird sleepers. And when we had to, when we would sleep over in the living room to watch a movie on like the weekends, all siblings, we had to make sure that Alyssa and Tarek were far away from each other because they would start having conversations (laughs) in their sleep to each other. Oh my gosh. Like, how does that work? What What happened like when you woke up? Like, did you just not remember it, or? So the experiences I shared as examples, I don't remember waking up from those. I think I just went back to my room. Someone guided me back, and I fell asleep. <laughs> so you never, you like you, you never like woke up like out of your bed. No, I have woken up before when Aisha talks to me because it's just like is never ending, and I <laughs> I just come to because I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Well, usually it's me saying, are you awake? Yeah, that's when I wake up and I'm like, shut up, I'm awake. And then I'm like, okay, okay, if you're awake, I just keep talking to you. You still do that? Yeah, this is still like recent, like a couple months ago. Yeah, when I'm around people, I talk more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you think it's... I was going to say, you might... I think we are sleeps affected by our surroundings, too. Like, outside noises, for sure. And like you said, since you were switching beds so much, you started remembering your dreams. I Mm -hmm. agree. That happens to me, too. When I'm in an unfamiliar place, I remember my dreams. In unfamiliar places, I just get sleep paralysis. Usually that's, Hmm. like, the go-to. What's sleep paralysis? Like, when your mind is awake... But your body is still asleep, and so you're conscious, and it seems like you're opening your eyes and can see reality that's around you. Like, you can, you can, but your eyes are technically still closed, I guess, but your body's completely frozen, and you just have absolute horrifying sense of dread while looking around, and <laughs> you try to scream for help, and it just comes out like a little whisper. <laughs> you can hallucinate. Yeah, you get Yeah, to- that's, to- that's to- happened to me a few times. Yeah. Yeah, you can't move, but like you feel like you're conscious, but you're really not. You're still dreaming. Yeah, it's wild. I had a really crazy, scary sleep paralysis experience when I lived in Atlanta. I had had a dream about being a nurse in the Civil War, and there was a man who was on the opposing side that got shot in front of me, and I had to make the decision of whether or not to save him. And before I made the decision to save him, he died. So I had sleep paralysis immediately after, like, I got sent back to my body, had sleep paralysis, and he was standing in my room, and he was so angry, and he sent, he threw a penny at me, and that shocked me to be able to wake up, but yeah. for the next two days, I had this terrible energy in the room, and I got to the point where I was so scared I, I ended up hearing, like, a man's voice in my head that anytime I would try to think of about something positive would say, nothing lasts. And so mm. I couldn't think any positive thoughts. I eventually tried to sage, and as soon as I lit the sage, I started projectile vomiting for the rest of the night. Wow. So I have had sleep paralysis, but in a dream. Like, I wasn't fully aware in reality, but I was aware in my dream and it's, it's happened a couple times where it's whenever I'm in a threatening situation, like one of them is there was a stranger outside my door and I saw my door slowly opening, 
but I was in my bed. I had my mouth open. I was trying to scream, but nothing was coming out. Mm. Isn't that creepy? It's in your dream? Yeah. Like, it wasn't in real life. I wasn't in... I was in my room, but my room was set up differently. Hmm. So my question is, what does all this mean? Like, why? I mean, I think, theoretically, they do sleep studies all the time trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But they just say that the parts of your brain that are active while you're sleeping are still active. But the part of your brain that makes sure that your body doesn't act out your dreams all the time is still on as well. So you're not able to move because your body is basically legitimately paralyzed from your brain thinking it's still a dream. I read somewhere that you can never dream about something that you haven't already seen. And even if it's something, even if it's something that you see and you think you haven't seen it, it could just be two faces that you've seen before overlapped or something. It's just attributes that your, that your mind has processed and it, it could be mixing them up. Some things are the same. That's why sometimes, you know, when somebody's in your dream and you know who it is, but it doesn't look like them or it's just a presence and you know that person was there, but you never actually saw them. Yeah, yes. totally. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> when I had that sleep paralysis that night with the guy that was a soldier, I, a week later, went to a meditation and there's a clairvoyant woman there that she had never been in my house before, but she said... And at the time, I was doing light therapy, so I would switch out my light bulbs a day of the week so that my room would be saturated with whatever vibration of whatever color of the week. And she said, that night you had a blue light bulb. And I was like, yeah, I did. But she didn't know that I did that either. But she said that the the blue light was reflecting off the mirror and creating a vortex overlapping space and time. So the Civil War was actually happening in the same spot as my house was and so I started throwing up because my physical body couldn't be in two places at once wow isn't that a crazy explanation (laughs) and I do remember noticing that the blue was projecting off the mirror a brighter light onto the wall and I was thinking like do all all the lights when I switch them reflect like that off the mirror it almost looked like hologram projection wow so don't experiment with blue lights and, and mirrors. mirrors. It's a little bit dangerous. I avoid mirrors <laughs> in my sleep, or especially like facing my bed or anything. They say that it's bad. Um, it's a portal. What is it? It's a portal. Yeah, they, there's like a word, like the way you set up your room. You don't want to have your yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm. Bed feng shui. I don't have any mirrors in my room. That's good. I have one facing my bed and right next to me as well. So. I envision it like the magicians, like the guy with the bees around his head walking out of my mirror sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dreams. But seriously, that's... And I I woke up one time with a blue light because my hue light in my room. And I know exactly what you mean. It does shine brighter onto the wall. Yeah. Did you guys ever have mirrors, like a bathroom mirror and then another mirror on the wall perpendicular to it? And... The, like a medicine cabinet where you can open it so you can see yourself like a zillion times mm-hmm. and you're getting different angles of yourself so it almost so looks weird. like you're a completely unrecognizable different looking person in every mirror fractals it's so weird or <laughs> well yeah but parallel universes totally like mm-hmm. maybe every time you look in the mirror you're looking at the next closest one mm. there's always that chance that the Ooh. reflection in the mirror is going to move in a way that you didn't don't even say that <laughs> 
Have you, um, any of you experienced looking into a mirror in your dreams before that you can recall? Hmm. Mirrors no. don't exist in my dreams. But that's the challenge. There's only Bef- one I could. Visualize before you go to bed. Visualize a mirror. All right. And then you'll, it'll pop up in your dream. Make sure you look in the mirror though. That's the challenge. Let's try it and we'll come back with our experiences. Have you ever looked in one of I didn't even feel like I had a choice in one of my dreams. I fell asleep at my friend's house in Westchester. It was probably like three or four years ago. Also think I had a concussion that night and fell asleep on it. This dream was crazy. Um, I like don't love to admit this, but I was drinking alcohol that night and (laughs) having caffeine. So I think my mind was extremely stimulated from caffeine. My physical body was tired from the drinking. The dream was just very rapid pace. I was in a creepy looking house. There were cobwebs. It's like your stereotypical haunted house looking thing. It was very bare though. Basically, there was a staircase and I was, wasn't was facing it directly up, but it was, um, staircase isn't that important. There's a mirror <laughs> against the wall. There were like photography lights, like those huge bright lights to catch really good lighting. There was an old woman there and the mirror was covered and she had me looking directly like at her, but I couldn't directly see her. It was really weird. And she kept telling me these things very fast and it almost seemed like a different language, but I was somewhat retaining it. Lightning had struck and like it just lightened up the house and she just like looked at me directly and I saw her and she told me to just drop everything, just look into the mirror. My body was shifted into like a way to look into a mirror and like directly when I looked into it, I didn't recognize myself. Like it wasn't me. And then I woke up into sleep paralysis in that room. And it felt like, I mean, all sleep paralysis feels like it lasts forever, but I think that was my longest sleep paralysis. What did you see when you looked in the mirror? What wasn't you? Was it a person? I have, like, a part of me has a hard time remembering exactly what it was. I think a part of me blacked out what it was. I think it was something I didn't like to see. I'm excited to try this. (laughs) Like, it was was really intense. When I woke up, it was... Something you can't conceive visual on this here. plane or describe or be able to describe it yeah it might it was because yeah. what you could just be light and guess what light it can't see it it's just like void it's like looking into the sun it shit hurts <laughs> you know what i mean like if when you look into a mirror your your light shining off of it mm-hmm. so it could just as well be that was uh- did you get a bad vibe from the old woman So I think the weird thing is it had like this creepy vibe and how fast paced. That Mm. was the part that scared me, the fast pace. The whole look of everything was kind of fascinating to me. Because I was like, oh, why'd she bring me here? Like, I think the weird part was her telling me all these things. Like, and I could hear her saying it and I could almost see her. But then like, it was only till she was like, hey, she kind of like slowed down and was just like, just look into the mirror, like accept what you're supposed to see. And that Mm. was when... When I looked, it didn't scare me, but it was foreign, almost. Like, it was a foreign thing. I didn't... The only dream that I had that I can remember looking into a mirror was I had a dream that I was in a house, and there was a little kid that was my son, and I looked at him, and he said, Mom, why are you a reptilian and I'm not? When he said that, I got shook, so I looked to my left, and there was a mirror there, and I was legitimately a reptilian alien creature and i instantly knew there were people that were coming for me at that time and then i had to run 
but it was terrifying because. And that was your only mirror. The only mirror dream I look like a lizard. And reptilians get a really bad rep in pop culture and new age philosophy. So mm, hashtag True. dream share. Write your dream down in the morning, right when you I wake see up. It now. I see it the now. The first thing you do, write down. Yeah, it helps it. you so yeah. much. Remember the next night. When I get in the habit, I yeah. remember them every night. I know. I I'll have remember to like four. Do it though. Me too. Like, I keep not doing it. Yeah, See, I, I like fall back into the sleep because I just want to keep figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on in my dream. Me too. <laughs> I That's, always do that. Like, I'm like, okay, let me set up the perfect setting that I saw before mm-hmm. I woke up because <laughs> my alarm ruined it. I just remembered one. Whoa! What? It, it was mine. Was the end of the world too? Oh no! Uh-oh. <laughs> But it was by floods. And this is like a big fucking fear of mine is looking out a window and seeing like a fucking tsunami come in or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. A tsunami. That and I, we were all on the beach and we were running. But like I knew. So I was already like up. Towards the mountains. Yeah, shut up. I know. Stop. That's like my biggest fear. And Wait, question. Belly, fellow, belly, fellow tsunami dreamer here. So, <laughs> did you escape it? Because I always somehow am able to swim through it, and wow. I swim through the wave regardless of the pressure. I wake up as soon as the wave smacks, mm. but I don't feel it. like I just see it, and it looks like it's about to hit the window, and then I wake up. I, I remember I've had a couple tsunami dreams, and then tsunamis have happened somewhere in the world. So I wonder if there will be one. Like I'm channeling that consciousness. Yeah. Or, hopefully not, but. <laughs> tsunamis in your dream book? Mm-hmm. Volcanoes erupting? I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. I've had to run underwater to be safe. I was, like, not really sure of how that was going to work out. But I was told <laughs> repeatedly, just run underwater and you'll be okay. I was like, what about breathing? And they were like, just go. Like, <laughs> and it worked, though. It did. It was Breathe or burn. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird dream. Did you breathe? That was a weird-ass dream. That was like Jumanji almost. Oh, shit. I was put through. I did breathe. Or, like, I didn't have to. Okay. Like, I think I didn't have to. I'd gotten to a spot that had air then, too. Like, we swam under, uh, like, an underneath kind of thing. And, like, you were in this dome or... Home or whatever. I don't know what you'd call it. Atlantis. And then I, oh, I was, there, it was huge. It was massive. And there were so many people. And we all had to go through, I think it was like 20 rooms. And each one got harder. You'd go in there and there'd be a note. And you'd have to think fast, just like Jumanji. I made it through um, some like most of the stages. And I got to the last one. And it said, there was a bathroom, yellowish paint. I remember it so well. <laughs> and right on the sink, there was a note and it said, think fast, don't move the shower curtain. And I look, as I'm going to look at the shower curtain, I see out of the corner of my eye, like a snout. And I go to jump on top of the sink, but then a wolf comes out and it bites me. And then I woke up and I felt pain in that exact spot. And I, I'm pretty positive there was a bruise there briefly. And then it was gone. Wait, did you just say a wolf, though? Wolves are, like, in my life. They're, I don't know, like, I have this weird, I have a weird calling. This is gonna sound nuts, but I want to raise a half-wolf, half-dog. Like, I've I've met one person who did it, and it's kind of, it's kind of scary. I have this weird, like, (laughs) I, like, want to raise an animal like that. 
Uh, that sounds nuts, but like I don't understand why we implement this fear into our brains to why. It's all like past experiences to why we have fear if we were stuck in a room with a lion. I know that sounds really but absurd. Why do, you, why do you want to domesticate it? That's the bigger problem. Why don't you just want to be wild with it? <laughs> if that's your argument of why we're afraid. Say, we're afraid because it's wild and we're domestic. So you would be converting it into like a pet. I guess that could it could be viewed that way. But I think it would be like more off when I'm I have more land and like time where it wouldn't be viewed as like it would be held under my captivity technically. What would you feed it? I mean I haven't thought that <laughs> far into it, but like <laughs> I might it might hunt too. It like that's okay. And so like, that's like you wouldn't like treat it like a regular dog. Yeah, it would be different because that's good. It's a bit off topic. Yeah, way <laughs> off topic. Oops. Let rabbits run wild and have it attack them. So it's like a controlled yeah. hunt environment. It's weird, but I don't know. Isn't that what Yellowstone National Park does right now? What? Or they did. That's how they they have maybe I should work. Maybe I should work for them. Yeah, that'd be. Or good. just be wild. I could see you doing that. Wolves like, and werewolves have been popping up a lot. Thanks again for listening. As always, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram at VibeUpThePodcast or Twitter at VibeUpPodcast. Feel free to share any of your experiences too. Rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Definitely comment. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.